Ramble. Welcome to the Tripod. We are the Try Guys, four best friends who try things in order to expand our awareness and our lives. We have a YouTube channel. Maybe you know that, maybe you don't. Either way, you are listening to us right now, listening to these luxurious voices. And today on the podcast, you've got the four of us who you always have, plus the fifth of us that you always have. <laughs> We're excited. It's a Monday morning. Wow, Keith. You're, you're really coming in hot this so morning. So I had my coffee separate normally i have two cups of coffee all at once today i had one cup of coffee in the morning and i just had my second cup so i am going strong i'm wow. ned this episode Woo! <laughs> you're uh, a two cup coffee man i always have two cups of coffee i'm a cup and a half coming on two wow. coming on strong i'll chug it right now okay. say i won't okay say i won't what are we say doing I... today on the the tripod well today we are going to write a movie in an hour you guys are going to i'm going to give you 80 million dollars uh and you guys are going to choose your genre choose your lead actors choose your lead role let's bump it up to 120 i'll give you we're gonna we're gonna want an action scene in there i'll give you a clean 100 all right because 80 qualifies as mid-budge and they don't do those anymore no 60 to 80 don't get made no more i'm gonna give you a hondo spot and uh you guys are gonna choose everything by the movie all or nothing well it's like i think it's like like a, a the forty a indie to, movie or the Avengers. The forty to seventy range has basically been taken out of the film rotation. I think eighty does happen. How do you know this? I don't. I don't even know what sixty million dollars looks like. Sixty million is Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Wow, oh, that movie's amazing. The movie's amazing, but dollars. it was like not big enough to be like this big IP swing with like big stars, mm. and it was it it lost a lot of money. How much was John Wick one? That's a great question. I'll look it up. <laughs> box, box office mojo. You know, I finally watched John Wick 2 this weekend. That movie fucking kicks ass. Oh, it's pretty awesome. good. All the John Wicks are a delight and <laughs> All right. so wild. I'm looking it up. This is my favorite website, Box Office Mojo. Coffee number two on the board. Let's go. Oh, we record gosh. all these podcasts oh, audio in experience. the morning. <laughs> so this is... I, I hope that you're listening to this in the morning. You can wake up with us. We'll wake up with you. Eugene, you're not feeling great today, right? Because I'm there with you. <laughs> I don't know where all this energy is coming from for these guys. Yeah, how are you feeling, Eugene? Uh, a little under the weather, but I'm all right. What's what's your dream uh, movie if you had $100 million? Oh, we're jumping right into it? Well, first, Ned, I like where your head's at. <laughs> but we're going to read some sweet little five-star reviews. If you leave us a five-star review and leave us a secret in the iTunes store, we will read some of them on the podcast. A lot of them are about poop. So I'm trying to <laughs> weed out some of those poop ones uh, and read some of the more salacious ones. Yeah, because we're a sex podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh you know, I'm I'm browsing through, and you're right. A, a lot of these are about poop and pee, like yeah. a, a lot of them. And what in our content would think people would make people think that we want to make jokes about poo and pee? You've like pooped in most of our videos. I maybe once. It's not ringing a bell. <laughs> <laughs> the first review is: I love the show. My secret is that my best friend is my cat but I don't really like admitting it because that makes me sound like a crazy cat lady. So I just say, my brother's girlfriend is my best friend. We just really get each other and people can be a bit much sometimes, you know? Wait. The secret is <laughs> that, that her <laughs> best friend's a cat. No, but she tells everybody that her best friend is her brother's girlfriend. Oh, okay. Mm. I, That's less weird. I, as someone, yeah, I like my pets more than most people. I can say that. Can you say mm. that they're friends? 
Uh, More what like, is the definition of a friend? Uh, somebody that you speak English to. I don't think that has to be the definition. Yeah, you you have to have some way of connecting. Some way of communicating. Uh, okay. Some way of communicating. I'm trying to think, fine. what is the definition of a friend? Does it have to be reciprocated? It does have to be reciprocal. I, I think believe. you should have to be able to physically meet for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what if What if your friend has a, an iron lung? And like has to be in like one of those like breathing apparatuses in the early 1900s. I don't. And they're not think my friends. They, they can't they, come. Maybe out. they used to be your friend, and now you're still friends with them. And now they're an go. acquaintance. <laughs> no, no, you know what I mean. Like if someone's in a coma, they're still your friend if you knew them before the coma. But you're if not you meet someone a in a coma, a you coma can't victim. make friends with them. So you're saying my best friend can't be someone in and a I'm coma. And I'm saying a cat is a step higher than a human in a coma. For wow. Sure, for sure. Yeah, because the cat can communicate with you. I'm going to go ahead and say that there's nothing weird with this as far as Zach okay. is concerned. Oh, boy. I, uh, yeah, I mean, there's some nice. I just want to hang out with my dog. Just want to kick it with my cats. Yeah. You, Eugene, you're, you're an animal man. Man's yeah, I'm friend. a big animal man. I'm going to say that's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that uh, it's good to develop strong human relations. There you go. Because I guess in the end, you are literally feeding and, and cleaning the poop of this animal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. said English, well, Ned does, I really meant human. Is Wes your best friend? <laughs> Well, Wes doesn't speak yet. So he's, oh, wow. Does he know that you're not best friends? <laughs> also, I, I mean, it's he's like saying... He's not ever going to be my best friend. It's also weird son. when someone says, like, my mom's my best friend. Yeah. I mean, it's all not, very I'm strange. Not, I don't like that. Yeah. Well, your mom's not cool? No, my mom's cool, but she's not my best friend. Wow. I don't think you should well, be best some friends. some people are best I, friends with their I, moms. I think it's strange. I think it, it, it deteriorates <laughs> the... Uh, my my stepfather describes it like this. There's like parallels and there's verticals and horizontals and like parents are this way with children. Friends are horizontal and you should have a lot of strong horizontal relationships. So there's a hierarchy is what you're there's saying. There's a hierarchy well, of wait, relations. Wait, to respect the hierarchy. Yeah. If, if family's like this and friends are like this, that means they do intersect. They do, but so that you need means to have going to be one point where they intersect. But you need to have strong that's, that's intersectional you. things. The that siblings, siblings you. are that's your wife. Siblings or are horizontal, your, or your husband. Yeah. What was that in the background? Did you guys like, was that, that a horse? That's horrifying. I don't know. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> what about take my horse? <laughs> here, here's a question: Do you guys consider your significant others your best friend? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same as Yes, because. But they're also a lot more than that, you know? Sure. Yeah, well, they're family. I do think, though, that, um, like, people who's like who are, like, homies with their parents, that's fucked up. And that's, like, that happens in Hollywood a lot, where, like, the parents aren't, like, interested in being parents. They just want to be friends. And those scare the shit out of me. Well, it depends on what age your homies. Yeah, I you think know? once you're in your 20s, it's kind of... Uh, cool to connect homies. with your parents on a uh, more interpersonal level. You're still, you know, son and parent, or you know, daughter and parent. I was but... thinking like like Bieber's dad, but yes, I agree with mm -hmm. what you're saying. And let's go in there. Yeah. Do you guys remember the first moment that you uh, realized that your parents were people and not just your parents? Ooh. Usually happens during college. Yeah. Yeah. yeah once you get out of the nest. Once you get yeah. out of the nest. Look forward to that if you're not in college yet, or if you're not out of the house. Once you get out of the house, I feel like you start treating your parents like they're, they're people. That's weird. I, yeah. I had a moment. Before, you are just mother. Yeah. I don't want to put my parents, like either of them on the spot, but I had a moment over Thanksgiving where we were looking through old photos and it just, the story that came out in the raw motions made me realize like, oh, you're a fully three-dimensional human with your own vulnerabilities and histories and pain. And it was a, a like, it almost like our roles switched for a minute where he or she just needed me to be that kind of strong figure and just listen. And it was a really uh, cool, but kind of like 
mind uh, shifting moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm still me, but I also happen to be a dad. Mm, like mm-hmm. I, I'm definitely still me. <laughs> you didn't lose a dimension when you I became did a father. Not, yeah, exactly. I'm just being Miley. Right. Mm. Uh, I can't remember a specific moment. I definitely remember just kind of a feeling I had of realizing that my parents were people too. Oh, wait a minute. For me, it's obvious. It was the divorce. Yeah. When you're, if you're a child yeah. of divorce, you immediately understand that your parents are people because yeah, no. they are no longer functioning as right. a as a nuclear family. Yeah. Yeah. When my parents were like, "See ya," then I said, "Oh, you have dreams and goals of your own mm. besides raising me." Sad. This Sad. next one. This ne- next <laughs> up on the comedy podcast. Yeah. The shout out. I, wanna, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like I can tell when someone. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell when someone's a child of divorce. I can just tell within like the really? first day. Is it of like meeting a, someone? Is it like a gaydar? But instead, Ooh, uh, it's a divorce star. Yeah, it's like divorce star. <laughs> Who is? I don't know. You just have. A, you have a flow. more like a uh, nihilistic view of of marriage and relationships. So out of the three of us, who do you think is the closest mm. to being a child of divorce? I mean, none of you none are. None of us. We're not Who's, child. I know. I can tell you're all, you're all so romantic. Like, are any what, of us what, giving you BDE, big yeah, exactly, divorce energy? Exactly. Do you think no, I'm a no child of divorce? Me. No. Are you? No. Yeah. Okay, that's good. See? That yeah. works. But like... Who's closest on the on the divorce? On you guys? Yeah, whose family is most fraught? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just of the way that we interact. Oh, I mean, definitely not you. You are like fucking poster child for marriage. I'd say Keith probably was the one that I would maybe guess, just because he has the most he has the most relaxed vibe towards romance. Yeah, well, my parents raised us to be very like independent. Yeah, uh, and so we are, and uh, that like I probably have the least frequent communication with my parents just and that's just like that's the normal for our family and i don't i'm not i don't feel like i'm missing out i just that's just is our relationship and i i do like when we talk but i don't talk to them every day but becky talks to her parents like every day every other day we're very opposite in our family relations same with me ariel talks to her parents all the time yeah i I think it's a little bit of a son uh versus daughter maybe uh dynamic what do you think is the average talking to your parents amount I, yeah, for me, it's like I could go. Well, in college, I went months, but like months plural. I, yeah, I was yeah. I, I I was I was <laughs> shitty for a few years. Yeah. But oh, like, well, like maybe like they don't call me either. Month. I always think it's it's a two sided thing. It's not just on me to call them; <laughs> they have to call me. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's it's true though. Like if you aren't see, if they aren't reaching so out to you, then why are you reaching out to them? It's it's on both sides of the family, and if both sides are not calling each other, then that's chill. <laughs> but I, if one side's calling the other and the other's not calling them back, that's a problem. Gotta return those calls. Gotta return those calls. Don't really call me, but sometimes they'll text me and ask me to call them. Yeah. I think it's like they don't want to bother me, but they also do want to talk to me if it goes too long. Like wait, I text sometimes to see if it's an okay time to call, mm. just because sometimes you're in a movie, sometimes you're at dinner. I'm just mm. like, are you guys? You want me? To, are you free for a call? I'll get caught in this trap sometimes where Maggie is like, I miss my mom. We should go see her. I'm like, well, we saw her two weeks ago. 
And then she's like, what do you mean? Do you not want to hang out with my mom? I'm like, no, I want to hang out with your mom. Just, <laughs> two weeks is a lot. I mean, I just saw her. Yeah, it seems like, uh, what are you talking about? You should, like, take some time. I didn't marry your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that's bad. You kind of did. You kind of did. You kind of do. You kind of do. You kind of do. I spent Mother's Day with, with her mom. Yeah, that's yeah. why you got to marry oh. someone who's a child of divorce. There you go. <laughs> well, but still have parents. I know. You're just a little <laughs> more free pass for distance. Mm. You say, well, remember... You divorced. You left me. You left me. <laughs> God damn it. So I don't have to call you. We're going to read one final secret before we get on to Secrets. making our movie. Secret. This one's called Secret. This took me a very long time to type. <clears throat> I hope it's Can we not have long. Eugene read it? Yes, please. Oh, geez. Eugene, but I would start there because she, <laughs> wow. says, she says her name. This is verbose. Hi, my name's. Um, no, don't say her name. Lemonade, <laughs> lemonade <laughs> Smalls. Lemonade McSqueezy. Lemonade Smalls. Hi, my name is Lemonade Smalls. If you're going to say this in your podcast, it's fine if you say my name. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> but it's Lemonade Smalls now. She there is gave us permission. There is oh, this so. one substitute teacher. Well, don't say Everybody Jesus. hates her in my school. Aww. So once I had her as a substitute for anime club, Obviously, Anime she club. was being her usual mean self, and she was arguing with a student. <laughs> Wait, and I got out my sketchbook. Let me finish this. <laughs> Let him finish. Let him finish. And I got out my sketchbook and drew her, and her neck looks like a burnt hot dog. So when I drew her neck, <laughs> oh. I drew an arrow pointing to her neck saying burnt hot dog. Oh. And I made her eyebrows very pointy in the drawing because it's like her eyebrows are like Mount Everest. So yeah, she never found out, and it's very surprising. She probably doesn't even know everybody hates her, even the other teachers. Wow, this is just mean spirit. This secret is awful. Well, it's not a secret. We could use this as a time to talk about bullying and how it's not. <laughs> no, <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, maybe lemon. Maybe this woman is awful. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, she was the substitute teacher for the anime club. How does that even work? <laughs> and like that would be a really disappointing session. That means but, there's a teacher for an anime. The, club. Yeah, and that person's probably really cool. Like mm. everyone yeah. looks forward to the main anime club teacher, and then can you imagine, yeah. Mr. P? Oh, Mr. P is <laughs> sick. We have for anime club. Oh, that would suck. So it's anime club, I just imagine after school they just get together and watch anime. Probably that's sick. Or talk, talk about, about anime. anime. You know, practice drawing. Anime. You know, it's yeah. so. I had a really terrible awesome. teacher who also was very unfortunate looking like not not the most oh yeah I had one and, and so it's tough right because obviously all the kids made fun of her behind her back for how she looked but she also was horrible at teaching she'd had no commitment to educating the students so like it, it's a tough thing because I wanted to feel bad I'm like oh don't make fun of her weight make fun of how bad she is at teaching <laughs> because she really was she was one of those who like put a scantron up or put like a uh, something to project, and you just wrote down notes all day. all class long. Was an hour of writing down notes. She well, didn't I had say teachers the things. That were mean. She didn't say yeah. the words. She oh. put them up and sat at her desk and said, "Write all of this down and learn it." There's a test Ugh. on Friday. I'm like, yeah, it, sucks. it sucks. It sucked. You I know, had a teacher that was uh, that she would give out red Fs. She was like <gasps> super strict and Ooh. like this was you would just she grades in black but F in red. It was uh, no, it was like you would get. This wasn't even related to your schoolwork. You would just get an F. What? For doing something <laughs> bad. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I kind of respect the fuck out of that. And, and, and one day I got two red Fs in one day. Damn. It was the, it, I made the biggest mistake ever. Let me tell you about it. Yeah. Uh, I was probably doing something like chewing gum and she walks Big over. Big mistake right there. And uh, she's like, Ned, I'm going to have to give you a red F. I'm like, oh, no. 
It's is, like getting a yellow card in soccer, he, right? Uh, I think it was worse than more that. More like a red card. There you yeah, go. yeah, more like a red card. Kind of relate it to your passions. Uh, you know, thank you. No, I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, so I asked her, "Is it because I was chewing gum?" And she said, "No, it's because your book bag was in the aisle." But that's a second red F. <laughs> oh, oh, oh your book bag being in the aisle. I, I always hated when teachers are mad that your books were scattered everywhere. I'm like, yeah, but I got like nine books. They don't fit under the desk. But imagine if every single student acted like that. That's true. The classroom would be a nightmare. Give us better desks. I tell you, you guys are gonna hate me for something I did in middle school. So I was a, uh, I had a uh, OCD when I was a kid, and it was more active then. And one of the, like, I had, I. I bit my nails and it was like just very compulsive and so I found that I could replace it so if I chewed gum I wouldn't be biting my nails I just had like an oral fixation and so I in Spanish class I got a doctor's note to from my therapist to allow me to chew gum in Spanish because I'm like if not I'm just going to be biting my nails the whole time and so the teacher would always yell like chicle en la basura because I was everyone couldn't chew gum when you're learning Spanish but I'm like actually I'm allowed (laughs) she's like yeah I fucking know Zach but you would have had to say it in Spanish because um, uh, those are the rules of Spanish. Chicle and mi boca, boca. <laughs> and you stopped chewing your nails. Uh, not really. I still gotta do it. I uh, bite my nails. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like everyone has that one thing. You know, you either chew your nails mm-hmm. or you pick your nose or you or both for me. Oh, you do both. Oh yeah, you're all up in that. Well, yeah, I gotta get in those orifices. Hey, you know what? What's the big deal with picking your nose? Let's if talk just, about if that. If you're throwing the boogers out of your face. That who cares if you're using your fingers to do it? Sometimes the, they don't blow out when you you can blow with all the air you like. You Sometimes know. you just got a nug, you got to get out. And like, what's the big deal? <laughs> I even <laughs> think it's probably okay for people to eat their boogers because your nose is attached to your mouth. They, it's the same mucus. It, yeah, if you're it not, it literally is all the same tube. What's the big deal? I mean, I don't want to eat mine, but yes, it goes. Like, what if they're what if they're so delicious? Uh, they're n- they're not. They're not. <laughs> <What if laughs> they're they're not? so delicious. Podcast is revolting. Again, it's yeah. like being friends with your mom or cat. It's just like it's fine in theory, but in practice, <laughs> yeah, you'll be that person who yeah. eats their boogers in public. Yeah, yeah. All this time you were thinking if you could, you never stopped to think if you should. So we have to create a utopian society where everyone is free to pick their own boogers and be movie? friends with their cat. That's the movie. That's, That's the movie. The movie. Yep. Okay, so <gasps> we yes. just found our movie. It, the movie starts in a utopian society where everyone can do whatever filthy habit they like, and that's fine. And no one even thinks it's. Filthy. And the movie's called Nastyville. Yeah, it's Nastyville. But Nastyville. then a very clean person moves into town. <sighs> Ooh, played by who? Who's so we're that committing movie? to this logline. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! So a a very, utop- it's yes and Zach. <laughs> so it's, not no. I want to make my movie instead. So, <laughs> Uh, so it's it's basically like the invention of lying. Mm. It's a world in yep. which all of our gross habits are not just encouraged, but they live harmoniously Mandatory. amongst each other until, loved. Uh, until uh, one stranger threatens to shake it all wedgies, up. Yeah. Not wearing deodorant. Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, carving uh, your earwax out and keeping a little stack ew. of it in the corner of your room. Oh. I don't know. I Where's the limit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what people do, but maybe. Uh, Peeing outside, <gasps> collecting your fingernails. Can I? This have I told you about this? This moment fucked me up as a kid. I went like when I was young. I went to my family friend's house. It was my dad's best friend growing up, and he had this family of just fucking weird children. They were all fucking weird. Like you know what I'm talking about. You know that family that like oh there's something wrong here. And they also yeah. fucked weird. 
I bet. Ooh, I, you know yes. what? It wouldn't surprise me. Wait, what did you just say? <laughs> no, he said it. Whoa, Ned. My I was bad. probably like five. I was five, and this kid was seven. And he's like, hey, you want to come up to my room and see all my stuff? And I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. And so I go upstairs, and he's like showing me all these weird oddities collected in his room. And then he has this, 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 uh, like a curtain. And he's like, you want to see what's underneath? And I'm like... Oh, okay, and he 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 pulls up the cloth, and it's this big fucking Jason mason jar, like bigger than my head, yeah. bigger than my head now. And it's he's he collected every nail clipping oh. his entire life. That's ah. a, yeah, that's all a, of them. He's gonna murder Welcome somebody. Welcome to Nastyville. And I, it was like this moment where, like, one, it freaked me the fuck out, and two, I had this like rush epiphany of like mortality, where I'm like, my body's constantly growing and dying, and 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 <laughs> oh, wow. and decay is is inevitable. And then he's collecting it to try and uh, uh, hold, on. Pro- hold on to the death. And what am I gonna do? Am I gonna die? We're all gonna die. Oh my god! It fucking ruined my pea-sized brain. And I've been I've been trying to recover from that moment ever so since. So this is a character in Nastyville. I'm cast. <laughs> I'm gonna cast the person who's the clean person. Who's the clean? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's starring Reese Witherspoon. Hilary Duff. Oh, oh. oh Reese. of course it's yeah, Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Good. Okay. She will be the best in that role. Well, yeah. okay. So if it's Reese Witherspoon, then That's it's not comedy. someone that has not a an action movie. I was picturing kind oh, of someone who can do action. Yeah. Can do action. Reese? I was picturing someone who has a has an epiphany. But this is, I imagine, Reese. Her entire life has never quite fit in. No, you she's know, just so clean. Since birth. It's kind of like the Grinch, but it's yeah. a reverse Grinch, mm-hmm. where Whoville is all the gross people, and she is the clean Grinch who does, like, doesn't get it. Yeah, I, I'm not sure we should be eating our fingernails and everyone's like, yeah, what can't you, you I can about? totally see Reese nailing this role. What's your yeah. favorite Reese Witherspoon? Um, election. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Good election answer. and then uh, actually Big Little Lies, she's really great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But election is like really good. Walk the line. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what she won an Oscar for. Fuck yeah! But now she's in Nastyville. We gotta, yeah. we gotta give some love to legally. Legally, blonde. Blonde. I mean, oh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. let's, like, let's not just dance around the the you meat know, here. Legally Blonde is a perfectly crafted movie. It's, it's fun. It's yeah. flawless. Well, here we are in Nastyville with Reese Witherspoon. She is um, the only clean person, a little OCD. Can she... I request that there's a musical number <laughs> that opens the <laughs> So movie? it's a musical. I don't know if it's a musical, but I think it has a <laughs> musical number about how they love being gross. No, it opens with a musical number for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in yeah. the $100 million range, like, this it's like, is, yeah. uh, it's, it's like, gotta it's be like a musical. Every, everything is awesome, but everything is nasty. I got my jar of nails. <laughs> I keep it in my closet. I... <laughs> <laughs> um, Everything is nasty. <laughs> okay, so what's the what's the uh, catalyst for this film? What's the the end of the first There's act? There's a big holiday where everybody <laughs> shows off their gross. I mean, I'm just reversing the Grinch right now. Yeah. <laughs> I need mean, an easy plot to fill. So it's a big holiday where everybody brings their collection of their grossest habit of the year and it's coming up and she's going to try to cancel it because she thinks it's fucking gross. We could also go the route where Reese is desperately trying. She's going to try and make her father proud. Maybe her mm, mother proud. She's trying to be gross. And she wants to be gross. And we could go a lot of different directions from here. Maybe she goes out into the wilderness to find her gross thing and stumbles upon a secret society of clean people just like her and Ooh. now it's the choice of 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 family or following your passion it's romeo and juliet it's a little yes. bit romeo and juliet <laughs> but really the question is can you follow that which you love but reconcile the family of which you are different mm. mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna mm-hmm. find the themes here. We're gonna make yeah. this a fucking movie. Yeah. Let's fill out some of the Nastyville cast. I'm yeah. Well, you've got Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> so nasty. I'm thinking he uh, he flicks his eye boogers at people in the morning. He's so the he mayor. Like, yeah, he's the yeah. mayor. Robert Downey Jr. is totally the mayor. The mayor of Nastyville. Uh, uh, she needs like a rival. She needs like a rival who's super nasty and also nasty to her because she's clean. Uh, uh, Zach Galifianakis, who is the hottest guy in town. Yeah, Everyone thinks yeah. he's so Just fucking hot. So he stores dirty. matches in his belly button. <laughs> 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 he stores matches they, in his belly button. That's why they call me <laughs> Fiery Pete. <laughs> <laughs> then we got... Um, Wait, does he light the match with his belly button? Yeah. His, his <laughs> and then you need... Oh, that's like he has... It's like lint, but it's flint. Oh, maybe his name is Flint. 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 <laughs> yes. Flint Locklear. Um, uh, Melissa McCarthy hawks loogies before she enters every restaurant. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's good. That's Onto good. the door, the glass door of the <laughs> yeah, restaurant. Just splatter on the glass. I feel like that's good for the cast of Dirties. But what about, <laughs> what about, the, what about the cleans? Who's, who's her love interest? Oh, mm. a secret the clean. The secret clean. <gasps> Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> this is a musical. Is a musical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're yes. going for it. We're going for it. Nastyville. Nastyville. So he's in the secret civilization of clean people in the woods. Okay, so what's what's the inciting incident if we want to follow this? Um, she's trying to... Well, it's the festival, I guess, right? Yeah, it's yeah the festival. The, the so festival. she's trying to impress her... Her parents. So the first act turn. Yeah, she so she goes into the, the woods to discover woods. her. Yeah, to discover people. her her dirtiness, but she actually finds the clean people. But do you right, think- she she tries to be dirty, and then it goes horribly, horribly wrong, mm. and so she runs off into the woods crying. Yeah, mm. like she really tries like to fart. She tries like to fart poop. so hard. Yeah, but she can't bring herself. She to can't fart. fart. <laughs> she just when she finally does, she just like <laughs> makes a sound with her mouth, just pretends <laughs> like she's farting. <laughs> Oh my! Mm-mm. I'm I'm known for farting now. And like, that was a fake fart. Get out of our yeah. town. Flynn Galfinakis is just throwing fucking matches at her from his belly button <laughs> as she runs away into the woods. So she's chased into the woods. Right. I think she... I know what the second act break is, but first we're gonna need a midpoint. Sorry, please continue. Well, she stumbles across then Lin Manuel Miranda, yes. who is a. a part of the clean folk uh-huh and that's our first act break so normally this part of the movie is called like the fun and games and that's where you get all your great trailer moments right mm-hmm. so trailer moments of course is she's been clean her whole life but she's never actually gotten to walk the walk and so she's going to be stumbling through trying to be clean but she's going to be making some classic reese mistakes <laughs> yes with with lynn like by showing her, side, her the way, yeah. showing her the way, and he's gonna be like disapproving at first. Yeah, they're gonna have a contentious relationship, but he's gonna be like there to be helpful. And, and then, then there's a very sensual moment where they're washing each other's hair. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah, dude, that is sensual. Yeah, <laughs> have you ever washed someone else's hair? Mm-hmm. Ha- wait, you yes. have? Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah, that's intimate. Well, it was my wife's hair, <laughs> so I, I, I know, but like, what's the context? Like someone else's. I don't know. We're just washing each other's hair. I feel like you, you say that yeah, lightly, right. but that's a moment. I feel like I feel like Lynn have been Maggie would never let me wash her hair. Really? She, she'd be like, "You don't know what the fuck you're doing." And guess what? She's right. Oh, I oh. mean, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, but, but like, it's kind of like a scalp massage. Mm. I feel like there's a um, there's a uh, sort of um, subversive thing happening with the clean society that's a secret. 
like in the end you find out that there's something secretly nasty there's something happening though with the clean society where they're trying to then eradicate the dirty society oh yeah they don't it's just want to be though. clean it's not lynn it's oh nice. the clean they society want to clean. they yeah, want to they clean want to everything they want to cleanse and well, then it's the world like about of dirt cleansing. and it's that, that that is from the uh the president of the clean society who's played by by oh oh the president um, of the clean society um, is uh, it's a it's a uh, woman yeah it's and a, she's uh meryl streep Meryl Streep. Oh, Meryl yeah. fucking Streep. Yeah. Meryl Streep. Meryl, Meryl Streep. Streep's yeah. there. Because yes, she's Meryl. great at being like, you think you trust her, and yes. then you see that glimmer in her eye, and you exactly. don't trust her. Mm -hmm. yeah, and this goes yeah. perfectly. We're going to have to go back to the midpoint, but it goes perfectly, which I think is the down moment of the film, where they ruin the dirty festival. Mm -hmm. The clean people think they're liberating it, but then you realize, oh my God, we've just ruined these people's passion. They're mm. This is something that they love. And yeah. who are we to come in and, and say that this is how you should live? And Mindy Puhu... Still has <laughs> Mindy Poo, who is, is she sees that it's no matter how clean you try to make it, there's still a little bit of dirt in everyone's oh, heart. Maybe that's what it is. They wake up, they wake up on Dirty, Dirty's Eve, <laughs> yeah. and they realize the whole city's been cleaned. And there's this profound sadness, but then they start spitting. <laughs> they, they, realize. they all grab hands and they start to spit. And Mindy Poo, who leads the spitting. And but but slowly also, the fountain fills up with the whole town's saliva. <laughs> but it's also done with the clean people coming together with the dirty people. Mm -hmm. And uh, they realize that they can be clean and dirty at the same time. But this is more than just the Grinch. Because this is also an action musical. And so after... <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you well, realize... Well, because the clean people, uh, they, they have, like, taken over the city and enforced a curfew. And it's, like, fucking fascism. <laughs> yes. yes. It's fascism. Yeah. Meryl Streep's a fascist. And, and you there ready? are street sweepers, and people have to scrub until their, their hands bleed. You ready for the moment oh. that's going to give everyone chills? Also, yeah. that was gross. Yeah, that was super gross. <laughs> that was wow. gross. It's a gross movie. Nastyville. <laughs> that was nasty. Ned, you're nasty. You ready for this moment? Yeah. They realize, like... So they're all united, and now the dirties and the cleans have come together. But still, Meryl Streep's in charge. And, Re and they go, Lin-Manuel is like, what are we going to do? How are we going to beat her? And Reese Witherspoon looks right, right into right the camera. <laughs> and she goes, to, uh, to get the clean, you got to get a little dirty. <laughs> exactly. And at the end, she's finally able to fart. And her fart, because she's never farted her whole life, is the nastiest <laughs> fart that has ever occurred. And it kills Meryl Streep. <laughs> it just blasts her back. But she, of course, it's not just a fight scene. It's a musical fight scene. Uh -huh. So while she's tooting, she's tooting to the, mm -hmm. the rhythm of the song. Yeah. And Lin-Manuel's secret, um, um, his whole thing is that he, his character's named Febreze because he like is an air freshener. So <laughs> uh -huh. they realize that they're meant for each other, mm -hmm. that there's a balance mm -hmm. in the universe that with her fart and his Febreze, uh -huh. they make harmony. Wow. Yeah. Right. What about... I, Lindy, I, Lindy... Puhu, no, Mindy Puhu, Mindy Puhu, and Febreze, <laughs> yeah, live together. So uh, at the end, Mindy uh, Puhu's Reese Witherspoon. I know, but no, no, no. I thought Mindy Puhu was maybe Cindy, that is her name. I was, Cindy I was always, Luhu? yeah, it was Cindy Luhu, like a little girl child. No, but it's Reese Witherspoon. Okay, She's great. totally Mindy Puhu. Puhu. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> what about, I I think there's a role for uh, Dakota Johnson in here somewhere. If you want to make her the kid, like ten years ago, we'll go back in time and yeah. steal Dakota Johnson. Mm -hmm. 
Dakota Johnson. Dakota, am I getting a wrong name wrong? Dakota You're talking Johnson. about Dakota Fanning? Yeah, that's the one. Dakota, <laughs> Dakota Johnson, Johnson is uh, not a child. She that's the made her Shades. debut in Fifty Shades of yeah. Grey. That's the very, opposite of a child. Very different You're people. You're talking about Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning. Yeah. And and L Fanning. L Fanning herself. I liked L Fanning. I could have sworn they he were was the very same talented. person. <laughs> no. That'd be horrifying. Very different. Very different. Didn't she grow up and become the Fifty Shades of Grey person? Nope. Not at all. <laughs> Dakota Johnson's very different person. What did the? She's in Twilight, right? Actress. She's blonde. That's Dakota Fanning. Damn. Right. Okay. This well, yeah. A, so yeah. So, but no. This is a story that will only be <laughs> funny. Well, the punchline requires some YouTube knowledge. But when we hosted the Streamies, uh, which is the Internet Award Show, they put all these chairs out with, um, like, you know, at award shows, they put the 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 placeholder of who's going to be sitting in each chair. And I was really nervous before the show, and I go out. And I'm like, oh my God, who's going to be here? Who's going to be watching, sitting where? And I see a chair with Dakota Johnson. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are you like, like front row center is going to be watching me perform. And I'm like shaking and I'm so nervous. And I realize that they've just been reusing. Zach is a huge 50 shades of Grey fan. <laughs> I can't wait to impress her. <laughs> I lo- love her work. Uh, and I realized that they've been re- they reused the printouts from the Golden Globes. And the other side was just Jason Nash. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's not so I bad. I gotta say, the 50 Shades of Grey movies, I've seen them all. I see them all on February 14th after getting really full of beef from Outback Steakhouse. And <laughs> Such a romantic. And, and then you guys wash each other's hair. Yeah, and every time in the middle of the movie, there's something horrifying. One of the movies has a helicopter crash <laughs> and nobody dies. But like I was, you know, I'm pleasantly full of beef. I'm nearly asleep watching this movie because it's boring, boring, boring. And every so often I wake up and they're kind of half fucking. I'm like, okay. And then I, and then I go back to sleep. And then I woke up and there's a helicopter crash happening. And I'm like, where, how, how is this part of a softcore like romance story? And then nobody died. Not a single person in the helicopter crash in the woods. It was like flying over mountains and it goes down at, for no reason. I think Nastyville is actually better than Fifty Shades, the movie we just wrote. Yeah. Yes, yes oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I feel like it and could be And we can throw right some now. like softcore scenes in it. I will say the no. most frightened. <laughs> the Reese most... would not do that. No, no, the other like... Nastyville characters. Oh, Zach and Robert. Robert Downey Jr. There's all sorts of ways you can be nasty and nasty. Yeah, yeah. That's true, that's true. Everyone is nasty and nasty. Shades of Grey. I, I feel like there's okay. all these movies that I turned my nose up at that I now want to go back and realize that I was missing out. Like, I'm thinking about Twilight, you know? I, I just dismissed it as stupid, not realizing that it was so stupid that it was a masterpiece. Have you guys seen the scene where they play baseball in a lightning storm? Yeah, it's It's bad. a cinematic fucking masterpiece. It's really bad. And I'm starting to get this feeling like everyone was outraged about the Sonic trailer way back when. And now I'm like, we're missing out on what could be a, a, a masterpiece of what the fuck. I mean... Think about it. Every bad movie started in a room like similar this? to ours of a bunch of people <laughs> just trying to think what would make this movie awesome. And I want to be in the room along where it happens. the way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 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 But there's Nasty something about like YA, like young adult books and movies <gasps> that's a different type of bad. It's not like video game Sonic bad. That's just bad. This uh-huh. is like it's How like it different. Because it's bad because you have millions of like young people who are obsessed with it, yeah. and it has it's a different... bad because a lot of people think it's good. Is that what you're saying? Kind of, and also like the, it, it, I mean, no one wants to fuck Sonic. 
Yeah. Whoa! Well, speak for I'm yourself. I'm just saying. Everyone I was mean, like, Team Edward, Team Jacob. Yeah, that's true. Team you know, Knuckles. I know what I want him to do with those Knuckles. <laughs> knuckles is objectively. Oh, speaking awesome. of Knuckle knuck- me, Daddy. Speaking of Knuckles, whoa, whoa, uh, family show. Jesus. Not anymore. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, Fifty Shades. You guys have a kink. Do I have a kink? This yeah. is a fun conversation. I'm just saying, we just went down this road and you said knuckles is what came Do my head. I have a kink? And it can be like, it doesn't have to be like <laughs> revealing. Just say like, is there anything that just like turns you on a little bit? Just like it's a little weird. <laughs> I think I know the answer. I mean, I, I'm <laughs> Give it to us, Zach. I'm sure there's things that turn me <laughs> on a Give us your bit. kink, Zach. <laughs> your wow, kink. I just like felt immediately better right when I asked that question. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's bring up like, wow. kinks. I have a weird kink. Okay, yeah, go, you yeah, go first. You, It'll make me feel better. I like... I get really attracted to people who are reading in public by themselves. Ooh. Oh, so yours oh, is an intellectual yeah. kink. Oh, I love it. So I wait, just when love you... when someone's sitting by themselves just reading a book. I'm just like, what are you reading? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? It's way more in New York. You, but um, but so, so when you say that, does that like you see someone reading a book and you just pop a bobo or? Kind of. Like, and it's also like, well, I mean, it helps if they're also very physically attractive. But like, and the, the, the pinnacle of that is at a restaurant by themselves reading while eating. Like, who is this person? Really? But what, now, what brought you to so this it's point? books, not just solitude? It's solitude. Too. I like solitary people. But that's mm-hmm. also like the classic 101 of like the person reading alone, like, please do not bother me. This yeah, is not intellectual brooding is like, and the book is just like the signifier. So it's like you want what you can't have. Now, but what if they don't want to talk to you? What exactly. if they're reading, but then you're like, ah, oh, shit, they're reading Twilight. Never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that would be a problem. Yeah. Uh, what about, what about if they were reading, like, I don't know. Uh, like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I mean, or Harry Potter. Uh, there's something. Yeah, I'd be into mainstream. it. I mean, it's just the it's the act of eat, reading in public. I just think mm-hmm. is very sexy. Have you ever approached someone who was reading? Oh, and that's part of, of the allure. You can't yeah, make you can't, a pass at someone yeah. reading. They're enveloped in a in a narrative. Uh, I mean, they might be reading Nastyville. They could be reading in their house. Like there is an element of when you read in public, you you know are open to conversation. Right. Sometimes so, I don't know. Yeah. It depends. Especially on the, you can... on the subway, people are like reading, and I think it's super sexy. Anyway, mm. that is one thing I, yeah. I miss. Like I actually, there's like the whole New York versus LA debate, and I think that LA is a preferred commute for me actually. But I do miss I miss being able to read a book while you're getting to work. Like that's such a mm. nice, cool thing. I used to read so much. Yeah, you can't read in a car while driving. No. That also, is like nothing more fun than like. Walking through a city on a beautiful day with like a really good band playing on your like uh, on your phone, oh, so that you true. feel like you have a, a soundtrack to oh, your life. Oh, it's amazing! You feel like a champion just walking down the street, and then you're like listening to Justice or something, and you're like, <laughs> "Fucking yeah, I'm yeah, king! I can do anything." Now that is the universal symbol for "Don't talk to me." Yeah, earbuds in, cruising, Mm-mm. just walking. No, with a no, purpose. no. You know, that's one. What thing- are you gonna say? Uh, uh, sorry. What? What? Sorry. Sorry. I'm Excuse in a music me? video right now, yeah. and uh, in my own it's music the beginning video? of a movie in my my mind. Uh, I think that my kink would be in a similar vein to that is, is that I'm very attracted to people who sing beautifully. Yeah. Uh, mm. and, and like, if you sing just so beautifully, uh, I'm just like so drawn to it because I think it's such a, a you know, it's like a it's a gift and it's a skill. For and me, I, any musical talent actually, which is why I'm so attracted mm. to Keith. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why vocal, uh, vocal talent is so much more impressive to me. But I remember um, in college there was this girl who like it was just like singing outside with a piano, just outside of the dorm, just singing, and her voice was like unbelievable. Uh, her voice is still like unbelievable. I'm just friends with her, but like she, I was just like wow. I was so taken with her voice. 
at the time. Yeah. I feel like if you were playing a lute, like a little, a tiny stringed instrument, I uh-huh. feel like that would be the or most romantic. <laughs> I mean, I got to say that I, I would say string instruments out of an orchestra oh, yeah. are the sexiest. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing a cello Ooh, is pretty. Cello. Ooh. Cello. Pretty My cello. goodness. And they, get, they get in it. Like You, you really, get in it wait, with you a think lot a, of instruments. You think string is sexier than the trumpet? Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> with the spit valve. <laughs> oh, my God. There's... If there's a girl named Tina Guo who does cello and she like fucking goes in, she's the sexiest cellist. Is she like a, a famous cellist? She is, yeah. Or like someone from your high school. No, she's like <laughs> a famous cellist. Okay. And she is just so sexy when she plays. She's so in it, into it and it's like so passionate and it's just an extension of her being. It is a passion I mean, there. Yeah. I mean, Yo-Yo Ma can get it too. Yeah. 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 Yo-Yo Ma. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mozart in the Jungle, they cast the, the lead actress as an oboe player. Yeah, that was my Which instrument. Which was a, a, a curious choice. A little curious. I think that's yeah. one of the least sexiest. The sexiest duck. Yeah. yeah, I really had to work hard you to generate sex to. appeal. Well, what's your What's your kink, Ned? Uh, I I guess I like people that uh, that I can laugh with. You know, so you're turned on by all of us. Yeah, I'm turned on by all of you. <laughs> oh, uh, Ooh. yeah. I mean, I I like going out to dinners at like candlelit restaurants and just laughing. I wow. think you like romance. I guess yeah. I like romance. Yeah, because you like watching Fifty Shades of Grey. You like romantic cheese. Yeah, I would say. I'm, I'm into the cheese. Yeah, is Twilight. Fifty Shades is Fifty Shades romantic or is it just like well, it's fucking like faux romance? It's romantic. Fucking. It's, well, there's but it's you know it's, they they, have, they make a whole movie they have around a lot the of fucking tense scenes. Yeah, mm. a lot of like. Wow. Oh my God. A, a lot of like, yeah, Keith is I, touching Zach's barely like, on, the, just out of frame of the camera, uh, which makes it a little more First of all, this is an audio experience. Oh. And then not even the video is capturing that. But yeah, I'm, I'm turned on. I get it. Ooh, what's I this, mean, what's the sexiest? None of these are real like kinks, though. It's just things that we find attractive. Right. I'm, I could say, like, oh, I like it when people's hands are tied behind their butt. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, we could get into bedroom kinks, but this was a more fun PG mm. conversation. World been, kinks. I'll give one that's like a borderline, and I've been very quiet because I'm like, do I want this information? Out of the world? <laughs> but we'll see how it lands. I like eating and then... steak on top of naked people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I have this. Uh, I have like these old ratty pairs of underwear. They're like these like super baggy boxers, and to me, like in my mind, they're my sexy underwear. I just like them. They're like they're the ugliest things I own. They like have like holes in them because I've had them for like. A decade now, but I just they make me feel nice. Mm. Uh. Wait, they turn you on? They don't turn me on in that way, but they're like they're my sexy underwear. That's I what guess, I call uh, them. That's how I think of them. That's Miles kinda... is nodding his head. Do you know what, you, what I mean? Yeah, I've got some sexy underwears I wear. They're usually like tight around me. They're uh-huh. pretty basic, but if I wear the sexy underwear, I feel very confident. Yeah. It's like, but mine's the opposite. Why mine are, are the, the old ratty ones. They're, maybe it's like the it's softness like of the fabric. I the loosest. Ugly what I feel the, the hottest wearing is sweatpants with no underwear. Ooh. Oh, that's too hey. much. Uh, In fact, I can't wear sweatpants anywhere because it feels like I'm too naked. What? No, Come it's on. I. It to me is like there's there's no separation. But that's the fun. That's what's great. It's too it. risky. It's too, oh. it's too risky. I don't wear them outside. That's what I mean. Oh, I can't okay. do it. I wore sweatpants to this office once, and I'm like, this is a fucking time I bomb. I never wear do you guys? <laughs> do you guys know that I match my underwear and socks every day? I do sure know that. that they, I, I have know to make sure. Sh- I get like OCD so, uh, about it. 
what what are we wearing today? I like I like <laughs> to wear, match my underwear. I don't to remember. My shirt. Wait, let me see. Did I do it today? Yeah, okay, no. I'm actually Keith, take off my. Well, Keith shoe. said I agree with. I always try and match my underwear to, or I'm sorry, my uh, socks ooh, to my I'm shirt. I'm matching today. I have black socks. Okay. All right, underwear. let's fucking yeah, let's rip out let's our underwear. Let's look at our underwear and socks. I, I match with my shirt. All right, here we go. We're uh, all unbuttoning. Okay, you got a maroon. You guys okay. have very nice underwear. I feel like I'm usually wearing a plain color. I have bright red socks. Whoa, wow. Nice. Whoa. And, and show us that underwear. Show us that booty. I'm going to use this time to plug Wow, you showed us the front. You chose to show us the front. Also, what's the pattern of that underwear? It's like a mesh. What is that underwear? Wow. Roman gave me if my you're, stylist. If you're only watching like the jersey. audio version of the podcast, this yeah. is a great time to switch over to the video <laughs> You are seeing a, a nice image of Eugene's pubis. Yeah. slash yes. tripod. Uh, I, I spent maybe an extra 20 minutes trying to find red socks to match the underwear. Can I say... Huh. That's a waste of time. It is. No, it's it, not. It actually like mentally bothers me if I'm not matching. If it's, you know, it's a confidence thing. I, like, I, I chose... Uh, Maroon underwear because I knew I was wearing maroon shirt. Mm. I was like, oh, that would be fun. I'll have a fun little secret. Yeah. Ooh, so if you take your pants off, you can be like a, a naked baby with just a shirt and underwear. I wish I could be a little Hilarious. naked baby. All okay, the time. real real quick. In our movie, Lin Man, what color underwear is he wearing? White. White. Yeah. Great. Okay, yeah, because he's clean. He's clean. clean. Right, yeah. And then everyone else has dirty underwear. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, when I'm getting dressed in the morning, I often struggle. You know what? How to match my underwear? How to match anything? And I, I, I often wish if only I, if I could just have some advice. Mm. Where would you get and, that advice? And you know, when I think about advice, every week we like to give Miles, who is uh, the youngest and least experienced of us, a chance to offer some sage wisdom. So, if you will, this is advice that will go for Miles with, with your hosts. Sorry, with. Miles Bonsignore. What's up, Jake Pollers? Oh, God. I like it when he does that one. I enjoy it. Have you ever wanted to be bone clean? <laughs> That's what? <laughs> what? Keys go on. I Thematically, I, I appreciate tying back to our movie, but what the fuck does that mean? Clean that. as a bone. Mm, like are, a like when you clean a bone. Are bones known for being like clean? Porcelain, white, mm-hmm. sterile, mm-hmm. clean. Leached. Like Keith after a fried chicken extravaganza. Mm-hmm. I'm not clean. That doesn't sound like clean. <laughs> I'm not down clean to the bone. That. Clean. Wow. Oh, oh, how I ch- eat yeah, chicken. Clean yes, off I the do, bone. Yeah, I do eat yeah. chicken like that. Have you ever wanted to maximize Why are you your at productivity, me? Eugene? Yes. Get a bidet. Oh, oh, I'm down with this. I'm yeah. Down. Yeah. A bidet is going to sparkle water directly into your rump. <laughs> sparkling. <laughs> Miles gonna be, a bidet is gonna blast water into your asshole. <laughs> Do you have a bidet at home? I was gifted a bidet by a friend who uh, it was he for some reason had wronged us in our friend group and he mm. wanted to make up for it. He was look, being, I've been an asshole, was, so I want, want to you give to you clean the your gift asshole, of a clean asshole. Yeah, he was being a little shit, and then he was like, "I'm sorry," and he gave us a bidet and I whoa, whoa. installed it. What did he do? He we were shooting this project and he was a huge fucking diva. 
Nice. And that's pretty much it. How many but, bidets did he buy for people? I mean, he, he's, he bought somebody a bidet. Yeah. Jeez. He got us a bidet. I installed it, and it took Wait, a Wait, but how many time. did he get? He just gave us one bidet. It was just for to our you. house. Just for, for me and my okay. girlfriend and my roommates. He was really an asshole yeah. to you. He, well, yeah, yeah. He was, so, he was a douche. He was a douche. And oh, so he was like, I get it. Get here's, it. here's the bidet to help clean up all yeah. that problem. So... So now yep. I use a bidet every time, wow. and it is fantastic. Is it hard to install? It is a Don't little you need piping. So no. So how a bidet works is, uh, it's going to you install like a little socket thing on where your water comes out of the wall into the toilet, and that socket splits the water to go so, into your toilet. Yes, it it's super absolutely easy. Absolutely needs piping, but it comes not with in it. the way that you'd expect. Exactly. Just mm. here's a question though: off from the toilet, exactly. do you have one that's like a little robot arm that like? No, that's his fancy Japanese that's toilet. That's fancy one. So, so, so it's always hanging there. Uh, you can't see it. It's underneath the seat. So it like sprays water in a diagonal. You have to mm. calibrate it. You well, so it comes. Just you so can that do it. Hits it. the right hole. Yeah, there's up and down. You can calibrate it for different buttholes. Yeah. Wow. Do you have <laughs> presets? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Do you have like Miles' like, preferences <laughs> saved? Yeah, yeah. I hit, girlfriend yeah. has you preferences. Sit, exactly. Knows, you know, like, I, I would say that. Uh, like, welcome, Miles. We probably have <laughs> a lot of your poop. We have a lot of American listeners. Americans are very against against bidets. They should not be. I don't know if most countries are down with the bidet. Yeah oblivious i don't know that yeah i don't think it's against it's just like we just don't have them they never became normal here so you just don't have them mm-hmm. like I, no some boys are against a lot of butt stuff yeah that's true yeah, yeah. can i that's ask true. a horrible question yeah um you know classic bidets are a separate contain separate, separate thing, thing. Yeah. yeah how do you know things spray when you flush mm-hmm. the toilet uh particles fly everywhere right how are how are there not just poo particles all up on the bidet on the bidet, um, there must be. Speaking. I mean, maybe must be. microscopically speaking, yeah. yeah but but there's all over the bathrooms. But uh, I mean, microscopic particles are everywhere in the bathroom. Well, it's, I'm yeah, thinking yeah, like if like, you I have a messy one. Yeah. Also, oh, it's, it's just way better than you know smearing it with. Oh, oh that smeared. No argument yeah. there. Yeah. I'm just thinking maybe we should just. Wow, how did this get back to poop? If we got a bidet Full in the circle. office, I would be very happy. Well, here's the thing: we have a shower. We don't use it. That's we have true. a bathtub what if we had unused. The biggest bidet <laughs> a bidet ever. In the wow, shower. we've always been trying to think of like challenge videos. Eight million view video. Well, the biggest I bidet in the world. My shower into a bidet. And what is a shower but a bidet for your body? A, a bidet for your bo- body bidet. <laughs> body bidet. Oh, I just got to go jump in the body bidet. Body yeah, bidet. I think it's the same bidet. thing. The bidet. Well, bidet. Well, get so a we're gonna get a bidet. Yeah, we should get a bidet, but we should get the fancy Japanese bidet. Down. Yeah, yeah down. the, the electronic to- toilet that talks to you in Japanese. Well, this has uh, been awesome. I want to do a, a special shout out uh, to those of you listening. Um, this is probably, I don't know what episode we're on of the podcast at this point, but we've actually done 20 podcasts on our Patreon that preceded this. So if you want access to that, you should join our Patreon. It's super cool. It's tr- uh Patreon.com slash try guys. And I wanted to shout out our current Diamond Triceratops patron. That is our top tier of support. We have an incredible. The top uh, of the top. The top of the top. We have a lot of amazing supporters, but uh, someone actually joined this last month at the top tier. Their name is MJ Canes. I'm not going to say their uh, actual name because I'm just going to say their username in case they don't want. Well, why don't you say their address? That way we know who we're talking about. Yeah. So they (laughs) live. uh, Well, they're they're from Florida, one of the states we're not going to on tour. Wait, but we well, just wanted to shout out MJ Keynes and say thank thanks, you so MJ. much uh, for supporting us. Thanks. And for all those out there listening, there's a lot of extra content on our Patreon. Check it out. Even at the just the lowest tier, $3 a month, you can see all of our videos early. Uh, I think eventually we have all these podcasts early. 
Uh, and we have uh, merch discounts. It's a great place so to much be. Cool shit. We have a cool community of people that you can all be friends with. Uh, and uh, yeah, you get you know you, you could have bought tickets to our tour early. All these extra things through our Patreon. So check it out. And thanks again for MJ Kane's support. Way to go, what a MJ! Supporter. You're my favorite Spider-Man character. Yep. Well, that's been it for the tripod. That's this episode, guys. Be on the lookout. Dirty Town, Dirtyville. What's Nasty- the Nasty- Nastyville. Nastyville coming to a theater near you. I can't wait. I'm gonna buy be buying a whole th- opening night theater. I just I'm so amped for you, this movie. Did you say you're gonna buy a filthy amount of tickets? Oh, Ned, you're bad. Well, that's been it for the tripod. Until next time, <laughs> Keith. It is with the official tripod theme song. Ooh, we tried so hard not to make this one about poop, but we didn't succeed. <laughs> tripod. Until next time, stay beautiful. Wait, you said something different. Stay, stay, say stay nasty. Yeah. Stay nasty. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's uh, still creepy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>